0: The following sermon is by the Reverend Bill Queen at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia, on August 11th, 2019. Please enjoy. The holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Jesus said to his apostles, "Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves." and rest a while, for many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now very late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But he answered them, You give them something. To eat. They said to him, are we to go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, how many loaves have you? Go and see. And they had found out, they said, five and two fish. Then he ordered them to get all the people to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all, and all ate and were filled. The Gospel of the Lord. God, build up this your house. Watch over this your city. Give us, all your people, understanding, peace, and grace. All of today's prayers, readings, hymns, and sermon are all meant to help us reflect upon the topic of connections that we will explore in this, the final session of our home stretch events after church this morning. This topic could also be called relationships. Same thing. And while we will be looking at how we interact with other individuals, groups, and organizations around the city, I want to make sure that we all see that this idea of connectedness is something much deeper than just working alongside each other and alongside other people to get tasks done. It's much more than our contributing money or volunteer time to our ministries or to other organizations. Connecting deeply with other people, and especially connecting deeply with people who are different from us, and connecting deeply with God are so closely tied together. So closely tied together are they that you really cannot separate the ways that we relate to each other and to other people from the ways that we relate to God. You cannot relate to God if you are not relating in godly ways with other people. I believe you heard something similar to this from Bishop Chilongani last Sunday in his sermon. I thought about preaching for an hour like he said he was going to, but he didn't, and I won't. The Collect may remind you, as a couple of our hymns may, of our Lenten series this past spring with its focus on the city of God. Right off the bat, it talks about this connection between our relationship with God being mediated through other people and that we find fulfillment of our true God-given humanity by connecting with people who differ from us. It also reminds us that cities can be dangerous and lonely places where people may feel sharply disconnected from each other. But this prayer holds up the promise of a better future for everyone by working together with God's guidance. The Isaiah reading shows us that God is a refuge to the troubled, and this is a source of healing to the injured. And God offers this gift of healing to the far and the near, however literally or figuratively we may construe the distances between us and other people. God offers to remove the obstructions dividing people and bring peoples of different nations and races together in peace. This is, by the way, the HRI's guiding Bible verse also. And it's when we all recognize our need for the kind of healing that only God can bring that we are reminded of the importance of our connectedness to God. Our knowledge of that shared need creates the connectedness between us and other people. We all together need God. The psalm speaks of God being the ultimate builder and protector of the house, the house of our minds, bodies, and souls. The house of our family life, the house of our parish, the house of our larger community and of our city, the house that is our nation and the entire earth? What will it take for us to see all people and all of God's creation far and near as our own shared household? over which we all must share responsibility. What will it take for us to see the future of that household in the children and young people among us and how we influence them? In the Ephesians reading, we see that Christ is God's instrument for bringing people together And for reconciling those who have been seen as outsiders with those who have been seen as insiders. Christ is our peace. He has made both groups into one. This is referring to Jews and Gentiles as the two groups. But substitute any groups. Substitute anything which divides people. The process that's being talked about here of working through those divisions is the same. Christ is the one who breaks down, dividing walls. In this view, there are no strangers. There are no aliens, illegal or otherwise. But there is only one new humanity. And in words echoing that Isaiah passage... Christ came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. The same words echoed from the psalm, reminding us that we are all members of the household of God. In Mark's gospel, we see Jesus inviting his disciples to go away into a deserted area so that they may rest a while. <laughs> right. But I expect Jesus knew that it would not be a place of leisure. He knew that instead it would be a place where the disciples would learn a valuable lesson. It would be a place where the disciples would learn how their connectedness to Christ must also connect them to other people. They propose to Jesus that he send people away to fend for themselves for dinner. They show their complete lack of understanding. They don't realize they have a responsibility for these people. And Jesus is right back at them, reminding them it is their responsibility to take care of them. You give them something to eat. You really do have it. You may not know it, you may not believe it, but you've got something to give them. He's telling them, and he's telling us, that we are responsible for other people because we are connected to them as closely as we are connected to Christ. We are connected to them through Christ, and we are connected to Christ through them. And it challenges our typical mindset of scarcity Isn't that where we live? We just focus on what we don't have? Jesus would have us recognize the true abundance of what we actually do have. And Jesus invites us to share of that abundance and to live in a mindset, knowing that we have this great abundance. These readings invite us to ask ourselves several different questions about our time and our place here in downtown Richmond. What kind of healing are we seeking as we come to this parish, and how do we offer that same healing to others? What kinds of obstructions and dividing walls are there between us and other people? Who around us might be considered the far off or the near, the insiders or the outsiders, the strangers or the aliens? What might Christ be doing to bring us and others closer together? How might we work to remove such barriers? How can the distances between us and other people be lessened? literally and figuratively. Look at the image on your bulletin cover. It's a map of downtown Richmond. We'll be using maps in our event today because that makes us rely on a different kind of thinking than the more verbal, word-based approach that we usually take. Moves us into another part of the brain. Our visual and spatial thinking may lead us to see things we might not have seen otherwise. And we're going to try to identify some of the geographic characteristics of our parish's location and what kinds of barriers and opportunities this location presents. We're also going to look at other groups and organizations with which we have connections and familiarity and see what we might be able to learn from them about how they are dealing with the same realities that we face. We're going to look at where we can bridge differences. We're going to look at who is not at the table, who's not at our table. And we're going to think about who has been overlooked, who is missing from our sight, or who is missing from the reach of our ministries. We have to be very careful about being self-satisfied, about doing what we want to do for ourselves here in this parish, without considering what we need to do for and with the people who are not yet a part of this, God's household, the church. I hope that I've given you some food for thought and for prayer that we can put to use in our Connections event activities today. Stay after church and be a part of our exploring, celebrating, and growing our connections with other individuals, with groups, and organizations in our city. And remember that God is always calling us to be involved in that so very important work of bringing healing and peace to those who are far off and to those who are near